Pastor Jeff, you bad motherfucker. Oh shit, Rasta Jeff in the house. Greetings from Podcastville. This episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast is brought to you by my friends at SeedsHereNow.com. That's right, SeedsHereNow.com offers seeds from all of the industry's leading breeders, including Swamp Boys Genetics, TH Seeds, and of course, Irie Genetics. Everything at SeedsHereNow.com is backed by an award-winning satisfaction guarantee. And for my friends on a tight budget, SeedsHereNow.com offers several packs for under $30, as well as amazing monthly sales. Make sure to use coupon code GFYH10 while checking out to save a few bucks. Once again, that is coupon code GFYH10 while checking out at SeedsHereNow.com. Yeah, welcome back, podcast world. I'm your host, my friends call me Rasta Jeff, and this is episode 637 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. In this episode, I'm going to answer a couple of grow questions. Before we get to that part, you know I like to do shout outs to our friends who support us on Patreon. So let's kick it off with the big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you shout out to my friend Lefty's Farm. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Captain Mojo. I want to send a big thank you shout out to North North Terps and a big thank you shout out to Miss North Terps. Let's send a big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you shout out to Caribou Heart TV. I want to send a big fist bump to Girls Grow 2. Let's send a big high five to Don't Tread On Me 420. Let's send a big special thank you shout out to Josiah W. I want to send a big thank you shout out to ADHD Grower. Let's send a big fist bump to a longtime supporter. Let's send a special thank you shout out to Pack Northwest Dan. Let's send a big thank you shout out to Kess Burton for all of the support he does with the veterans. Let's send a big Grow From Your Heart podcast. Thank you shout out to JT Grows. I want to send a big fist bump to Zaxxon Scouting. And then let's wrap up these shout outs with a big thank you shout out to my friend Paparoni. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you've got to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. Of course, all of the information you need is right there on the screen. Uh, There is a link in the show notes and the video description. So if you've got your hands full, maybe you're driving or whatever you're doing, follow that link that will get you right to the Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. Speaking of Patreon, I'm going to jump right into this first message. It says, hey, I got the subscription for my boyfriend as a gift. He goes by Zisafer. So in previous episodes, I've talked about making sure to do the appropriate shout out for the appropriate name. This person signed up for Patreon. I think I gave the uh, girlfriend or the other half of the relationship a shout out. They sent me a message and said, hey, Please shout out Zisifer because I bought this subscription for my boyfriend as a gift. So shout out to Zisifer. You got a great partner there getting you a Patreon subscription. Also, thank you Zisifer because I got a great gift out of that as well. Uh, good work. Thank you uh, both for the support. All right. Once again, you guys, if I'm doing shout outs and I'm not saying the appropriate name, please politely, kindly, gently send me a message and say, hey, you're calling me Zisifer or not calling me Zisifer and that's what I need to be called. Let me know. I'll get it straightened out. Also, uh, I am doing my best to catch up on Patreon messages. I realize I am behind. I'm a one-man army. Uh, No, I'm not a one-man army. I'm a one person. You guys are a huge army. Uh, I'm a one-man show with a big army. Uh, I can't respond to everybody right away, but I'm doing my best. I promise I'm catching up. Uh, The thing about emails, I've said this before, you reply to them and you get more back. People reply again. Uh, Thank you guys for all the support. It means a lot to me. Uh, Shout out to Zisifer and the gang. 
Now I do want to move into some of the chatter part of the show here. That's what I labeled this. It is called chatter. Uh, this portion of the show will be brought to you by my friend EZ057. Shout out to EZ057 for the continued support. We do not have corporate sponsors here on this show. Uh, we've got friends and family that support us and I will give them shout outs when I feel it's appropriate. It feels way better than talking about a shit ass product I probably wouldn't use and try to pawn off on you guys for money. Not going to do that. We're going to shout out our friends in need love. Big up, big up to EZ057. Now, the first chatter in today's episode is uh, a very common thing I see on social media. I need to stay off social media, honestly, because it's going to give me a fucking aneurysm. But uh, something I want to talk about, when we talk about day one of flower, <clears throat> day one of flower is day one. When you turn that that timer to 12-12, that's day one of flower. That is when you started flowering. So I saw somebody say that the first two weeks don't count. The first week doesn't count. You don't start counting until you see hairs or something. Nah, bro, you're the farmer, you're the grower. It is your control. Day one is when you flipped that timer. That is when you did it. So that is always going to be day one. And people are going to say, why do you get to decide that that's day one? Because I make the seed packages, bro. I printed the labels on the seed pack and I, I decided that on my seeds, that's day one. And all my other breeder friends, we talked about it and we had a little meeting and a powwow and a group. And we all realized and decided that we needed to say day one is the day we turn the lights to 1212. A lot of you, some of you, many of you, a few of you, I don't know the ratio. Some of the fuckers out there are going to be turning the lights off completely for 48, 24 hours, then going into flower. Um, I think uh, day one is when you put that 12-12 on the first time. And when it comes on 12 hours on, 12 hours off, that is now day one. People are going to say, what about day zero and all kinds of weird shit? Yeah, just quit overthinking it. Day one is the first time you put the plants on a 12-hour day. That's day one. <clears throat> uh, a lot of people also talk about doing weird transitions. I just mentioned 12, uh, 24 hours off, 48 hours off. There's not really a downside to that. That's free. It doesn't cost you anything. You're not getting any light energy and the plants will transition more quickly, but it's also not completely necessary. Also, I don't agree with like uh, tapering down light cycles. They say, but that happens outdoors. Yeah, we're not growing outdoors at all. Uh, you don't want, I, in my opinion, I do not want to uh, just slowly decrease the amount of time that the lights are on in my room. They go from uh, either 20 on and four off or 18 on and six off straight to 12-12, boom, straight into flower, and that is day one. The, the day I change that timer, uh, maybe it's tomorrow that they're going to wake up and do 12 on and 12 off. That is when I will count day one. It's generally a Monday for me. I like to flip on Monday. It's just easier to keep track of shit. Flip on Monday, feed on Monday, do all the big work on Monday, catch up on the rest of the stuff throughout the week. All right, so day one is the day that you flip those plants into flower. Don't let anybody tell you any differently. We're going to set a standard here. We're all going to agree Day one is the day, day one of flower is the day you flip that timer to 12, 12. Uh, we'll touch on veg. You could do veg however you want. Uh, I do seedling or clone stage, and then I do small veg, and then I do large veg. You can break up the veg cycle however you want that works best for you. That is your, uh, your factory, your grow, your farm. You get to decide how you want on that. So uh, you can label that however you want. My clones are clones. You know what I'm saying? They're clones. As soon as they come from the cloner, they are small veg. They're in either a four inch square pot or a six inch net pot. Sometimes they're in a beer cup. That is my small veg. Once it goes into a one gallon pot, that could be medium veg, depending on what I'm doing. Then it'll go into three gallon or a five gallon, maybe a seven. Now I'm in full veg. So you get to decide when you enter that veg stage, small, large veg, that is kind of up to you. It doesn't matter because it's your garden. It's just an arbitrary label that you're giving it. 
It, uh, we're not checking on you. The one that really matters is flower. Day one of flower is when you flip. All right, I want to move down the list here. Another thing, when I'm on the internet and social media, another thing that makes me want to have a small aneurysm uh, is people saying that they can tell the sex of a seed by the shape of that seed. Uh, that's bullshit. Quit believing that. Quit perpetuating that. Quit spreading that. Uh, just stop it. Stop it. Just fucking stop it. Stop with that. You can't tell the sex of a seed by the shape of the seed. You can't do that. I make feminized seeds. I make regular seeds. I can roll them on the table together. You can tell no difference between the regular and fem seeds. You can hold them one of each side by side with the magnifying glass. You're not going to see any difference. You've got to grow them. Maybe you could do some science and cut them open and do some DNA checking and you could tell which seed is male and female. Maybe at that point, I don't even know if you can do it then, but you definitely cannot tell by looking. People say that if it's got like a volcano on the one end or a dimple on one end or fucking no, dude, stop. No, you got to grow them. Got to grow them out. So quit with that shit. That is not real. Uh, anybody that says that immediately discredits themselves for anything else they're going to tell me about cannabis in the future. All right. So uh, what I wanted to get to my next note is uh, the internet is full of backseat drivers and armchair quarterbacks. Take all of that internet advice, you guys, with a huge grain of salt. And to be quite honest with you, even my advice, I don't know your grow. The advice I give uh, works in, I grow in either soilless mix or cocoa, uh, cocoa pots, indoors, under LEDs or Gavita lights. The advice I give, my knowledge works for what I am doing. I try to keep it general so it works across the board. But sometimes what I'm doing is kind of specific, and I try to be spe uh, specific about that and let you know. If you took some of my ideas and you took the ideas that I give you for an indoor grow and you did that in a greenhouse, it may not work. If you did my soil ideas in a hydro setup, it just may not work. So when you see people on the internet saying, you've got to do this, uh, maybe they're growing in a completely in different environment, completely different method, completely different plan than you. So uh, don't be afraid to do things your way. There's no wrong way to grow cannabis. The wrong way is when the plants die or you get raided. That is the wrong way. You get mildew, you get bugs, you learn from that, you recover, you move on. There's no real wrong way. If you get a harvest that you're happy with, you did it right. So don't let people on the internet tell you you're doing it wrong, especially people that aren't experienced or even me. If you want to do it your way, you could tell me to go fuck myself and do it your way and have fun. Uh, that's one of the most important parts is have fun in the grow. A lot of us have made, I've been guilty of this. I worked in commercial cultivation for so long that I let growing become stressful. There were deadlines, there were goals, there were numbers. Uh, I was forgetting about the most important part about when somebody smokes this herb, they're going to feel better. That's the most important part. And I was forgetting about that. So have fun in there. But while you're having fun in there, learn. Don't forget to experiment. Learn something. It broaden your horizons. Just repeating the same cycle over and over and over. That's cool until you get good at it. But once you got your fucking training wheels are there, take off those training wheels and let's do some tricks, bro. Let's do some wheelies and shit. So get in there and have fun. Don't let people slow you down. Don't let people sway you. Experiment, learn, take a bunch of notes so that when you do something positive or negative to the plants, you've got notes. I talk about that all the time. Grow as a grower. Those plants are going to teach you things about yourself. Uh, the business will teach you things about yourself. You'll learn uh, how to absorb knowledge, how you do learn and do not learn. Then you'll go back and you'll grow the plants and the plants will teach you more things. And then when you smoke them, you learn even more things. These plants are incredible to us. They can be greatly therapeutic if you take care of them. 
So the internet doesn't always know, does not always know your goals, your obstacles, your situation, your setup. When you go looking for advice on the internet, be very leery and be very careful. Look to trusted books. There are plenty of books on the internet for free. You don't have to go to Facebook and go to a group and be like, what is this? There's a book out there that has that answer that was written by a professional cannabis grower and an author that knows what they're talking about. <clears throat> You're going to see a lot of wacky ass answers on social media. Be very careful. Advice is situational. I see a lot of times people say something like, uh, you need to do this. And I'll just comment with, why does this grower need to do that? And they'll say, I do it. And I'll say, but I don't, so I eat fucking vegan food and drink kombucha. Does that mean that all growers need to do that? Like I'm good at growing. Does that mean that since I drink kombucha and eat fucking vegan, that everybody else out there has to do it to be good at growing? No, it does not. Uh, if I said I eat vegan and drink kombucha and it makes me a better grower because of this, then maybe I've got some ground, some ground to stand on. But if you're just saying, because I do it, that's fucking monkey see monkey do. And there's no real scientific fucking support behind that. My favorite is when somebody's like, well, my cousin did it one time and it worked like, man, was your cousin growing hydro? Was your cousin growing fucking soil? Was your cousin growing indoors or outdoors? We don't know. We got one idea. Your cousin said pour fucking biscuits and gravy on it on Sunday and it would go kapow. Right. But man, we don't know what kind of biscuits. We don't know what kind of gravy. And so we got people fucking up their gardens, putting biscuits and gravy out there on Sunday. And it's just messing shit up because one guy's uncle did it one time and it worked. So uh, advice is very situational. What works for uh, your buddy's biscuits and gravy grow may not work for my soil grow, may not work for your hydro grow, may not work for somebody's vertical grow. So pay very close attention. Then learn the plants. You've got to learn the plants. That's the only way to do this. Pay attention to the plants. You've got to experiment. You got to get in there and fuck up. Uh, I've fucked up recently. I've talked about it. I had to kill a few plants because I just wasn't happy with the way they were going. But I did an experiment. I learned. I know what not to do next time. Trust me, I know what not to do. That is what I learned the most, what not to do next time. Um, I've done a full episode about mistakes. I'm kind of off on a ramble here, but I enjoy it. Um, I've done a full episode about my mistakes. I don't post my failures to social media. You only see my victories. But the failures are what have made me a better grower. I don't learn anything if I'm successful every time. If I don't get a bug, if I don't get a nutrient deficiency, if I don't run into an equipment failure, what do I learn? My ego gets ahead of me and I start thinking I can do anything in the garden. I start dancing in there and popping bottles of kombucha and throwing quinoa flakes in the air like it's a fucking party. That's just a hippie joke, guys. Don't take me too seriously. But then I do shit like I go ahead and replace fucking lights in the middle of winter and then three days later it's a negative 17. I don't have HPS lights in this grow room to keep the grow warm anymore and all my plants look like shit and nearly die. What? I make mistakes like that because I just wasn't thinking. I'd been winning too much. I hadn't taken an L in a long time. Guess what? I fucking lost that time. Learned my big lesson from that L. Anyway, you guys, don't be afraid to fail a couple times, but also set yourself up for success. Don't let the internet ruin your grow. If I say you should do something, research it. Think about it. I'm not the only grower that knows what I'm talking about. There are a lot of other people you can cross-reference what I said with them. Uh, Guru has different approaches to how I grow. Scotty has different approaches or different approaches than how I grow. Scotty grows differently than I grow. Uh, who else out there has a aquaponic Steve? Potentponic Steve grows completely differently than I grow, but we're both having great success. We've both got podcasts that could teach you. Don't be afraid to cross-reference our knowledge, you guys. Don't be, don't be scared to double-check me, especially if you're growing a little bit differently than what I'm used to and what I'm teaching. Uh, straight up, I do soilless mix or cocoa in a, about a three-gallon pot. 
Uh, if it's a commercial grow, I'm using Gavitas. If it's a personal grow, I'm using LEDs. If you're doing something differently, my advice is going to be a little bit different, you know? Uh, all right. I think I made my point there. Don't let the internet sway you. You guys have a goal, have a plan, fucking do it. Uh, I see a lot of people say, can I do this? And I just answer yes. A lot of the times because yes. And then I see people just trying to fucking crush their dreams. Don't let the dream crushers crush your dreams, dude. You can do it. Yes, you can. Uh, can I do this? Most likely with cannabis. Yes, you can. If you can't, I'm going to tell you, no, that'll kill your plants or no, you can't do it. I'll give you a reason why though. I'm not just going to shit all over your hopes and dreams and say, no, you can't do that. And you're retarded and fucking don't forget your helmet. No, I'm going to tell you why you can't do that. Help you learn, help you set yourself up for success, help you have a good grow and let you know why the idea is simply not going to work before you spend time, energy, money, effort, and a broken heart on this crazy experiment that somebody's probably already done. All right, I'm way into this episode. Where are we? I got to see when I started. Uh, that much time minus that much time means I got plenty of more time. That's what that means. Um, I got a message. Where did this one come from? This looks like it came from the website. Yes, uh, on the Irie Genetics website at iriegenetics.com, there's a Grow Help tab. If you click on that Grow Help tab, we do ask you a few preliminary questions. We basically ask what strain you're growing, where you're growing it, uh, if you're in veg, flower, what kind of medium you're using, just a few details to help me answer your question. It makes it easier for me when I've got some details. So that is where this question came from. Got a lot of information. It gets down to the point. It says, I love your show so much. I listen to you on the drive to work. You make Mondays awesome. That's great to hear, bro. Thank you. Don't forget about Thursdays. It says, I'm having problems making this post, so my message is shorter now, but could you please talk about enzymes? Uh, first off, bro, I'm Sorry if the website was giving you shit. I hope you were able to post your questions to the website. Maybe I should check on that because I haven't gotten a question in a minute on there. Somebody send me questions on the website. Go to the Grow Help tab. Hit me up. Make sure I'm getting those. Um, I've got a question. Could you please talk about enzymes? Yes, I will talk about enzymes for you. I wrote notes somewhere. Here they are. They're on this page. Ooh, I got scared. thought I lost my enzyme notes. Um, can you talk about enzymes and talk about if I can use them every watering as well as microbes? I just try to beef up non-feed days. Or should I use them every time? Um, my first reaction to this was microbes and enzymes every feeding. And I just saw dollar signs coming out. I was like, that's fucking expensive, dude. Um, no, you don't need to do that every time. That's going to get spendy and that's quite excessive. Um, those are two expensive products. Enzymes and microbes are like the, the turbocharge of your grow. And those are, those are expensive. So I wouldn't use those every time. No, I would use them once a week. And I would use them separately in alternate feeding. So if you feed, uh, you're probably going to feed, you're going to feed at least two or three times a week, right? You got two or three separate waterings per week, no matter how big your pots are. So let's say Monday, you know, I like to feed on Monday, give these bad bitches their main mix and some enzymes or their main mix and some microbes, one or the other. Then the next feeding, give them their main mix and the other one, whichever one you didn't give them, give it the main uh, mix. Then that extra nutrient, the enzymes or microbes, sorry, I'm thinking about the next feeding. The next feeding may just be water. I may just give it plain water if you're in uh, soilless mix. If you're in cocoa, feed it. Uh, if you're in hydro, feed it. But the next time, just water. And then two feeds, then water maybe would be what I would do. But let's talk a little bit about these products, these uh, things that you're asking about. Um, enzymes. Enzymes basically get in your, they've got to be fed in. You can't foliar feed them. Enzymes get down into the root zone and start breaking up any dead, uh, anything that's dead, funky, decaying, dying matter that's not going to be useful to the plant, to the rhizosphere. It gets in there and just eats all the dead shit. That's what the enzymes will do. Kind of works as a cleaner. 
uh, cleans and breaks down dead shit in your root zone, dying roots, the root tips that are dying off. If a root grew, thought there's going to be water here and you quit watering enough to get to water to that zone. And when you pour those enzymes in there, they're going to eat that dead shit that died in there next time. Uh, they help clean it up, keep it healthy, keep it moving. Kind of like a little, uh, they're the, the recyclers. They're just in there. The bottom feeders just cleaning shit up in there. So that's enzymes. Um, I do not have the appropriate microscope nor the appropriate education to tell you if those enzymes are going to damage your microbes. So I feel it would be wise, beneficial to feed them separately. I've seen studies that argue that the enzymes could disrupt the microbes, that the microbes could disrupt the enzymes. I've also seen studies that claim they work together. So find the article that you agree with and follow that one, I guess. But I would feed them separately. So that is enzymes. Enzymes get in there and clean shit up and break it down. That's why you hear uh, enzymatic action. That's they're just breaking shit up. I think of like the little scrubbing bubbles. They're just in there scrubbing and just chewing and just eating, just breaking shit down. Uh, then now let's talk about microbes. We've got a couple of different kinds of microbes that come in mind when we are talking about growing cannabis. Uh, we got mycorrhizal fungi and beneficial bacteria. Uh, these things have a lot of different functions when it comes to plants. These are the things that basically work between the earth and the plant. They're the, the communicator between your plant's root zone and the dirt. These things pick up a lot of signals. Uh, they tell the plant a lot of things. They deliver a lot of things. They provide a lot of different functions. There are so many different types of microbes and fungi uh, that they all have uh, different jobs, but also can perform each other's jobs. I'm going to be honest with you. I am not the microbe expert. Uh, my friends, Scotty and Guru, uh, are fucking overloaded with microbe knowledge. Ask them about microbes. You will get a long, long episode. Uh, they're passionate about microbes, but the microbes basically help buffer your soil or soilless mix. They help deliver the nutrients to the plants. They help the plants decide which nutrients they want to be delivered. Uh, they, uh, what else do they do? I wrote something else. Oh, they also help convert nutrients into usable food. Sometimes when we're pouring certain things into the, the rhizosphere there, into the nutrients, into the root zone, uh, some of those things aren't readily available for the plants. Those little microbes go, oh, I got this little thing here and I got to do this to it. Womp, womp, womp. And it does a little magic trick and the plant goes, oh, I can eat that now. Thank you, bro. So it's like just a little, a little buffer, a little in between, between the root zone, the earth, so to speak, and the root of the plant. The microbes are the part that talk to that. They're basically, uh, so if the, the nutrients are the, I'm trying to pick which end of this relationship I want to be. It's a drive-through window. You got the restaurant, you got the person coming up through the drive-through. The microbes are the pimply faced kid passing the burger through the window. Or if you're going to Starbucks, it's the beautiful barista passing the, the coffee over the window. That's the microbe for you. They, they provide that relationship. They take the money and they say, Hey, we got to give this person this, uh, stomach ache, fucking toothache, caramel, caffeine expendy. And then they take the money. And I'm just making up Starbucks drinks. Couldn't think of one off the top of my head. Uh, but they do the exchange for you. Basically they take the money and then they give you the drink and they send you on your way. So that's what microbes are doing. And once again, you guys, I am not uh, the scientist. I don't have a microscope or a PhD. Uh, I do have grow experience. That's where I think I am valuable. I've got a lot of experience. I understand these plants on a, not like a science level. It's a different level. I just get them and I can teach you that way. Anyway, I'm not trying to defend myself here, um, but I'm just kind of talking a little bit about microbes and enzymes with the level of understanding that I've got trying to let you understand. So um, I would not use those products. They're expensive, dude. Microbe products and enzymatic products can be very expensive. So 
Don't use them every watering. That's going to get expensive. Also, I don't think it's that there's no, it's not necessary. There's no need for that, but do feed them on separate days. Uh, most of the microbe products, you can follow the instructions with the dosage rate. You're not going to overdo it. You can't overdo it with microbes. Uh, the only thing you're doing is wasting money when it gets to be too expensive. Enzymes, I don't know if you could overfeed. Maybe they could cause damage. I've never gotten that far with an enzymatic product product before. But I hope I answered your question. This one did come from our buddy PT Brad. PT Brad, thank you for the great question. I hope we rescued your strawberry shortcake and banana diesel. If you've got any more questions, I do look forward to you uh, sending me more updates. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I do, uh, once again, send me those questions on the grow help tab because I haven't gotten a message there in a moment. Uh, this message reminded me that I don't think that's popping up. You guys might want to test me and send that there. Let me know what it does. Um, I think that's all I've got for you for this episode. I've been going for quite some time now. I don't have enough time to open up another email. So I want to thank you guys for listening to episode 637 of the grow from your heart podcast. I had fun recording this show. I hope you had as much fun as I did. Big shout out to my buddy, Billy Podunk for hanging out. Um, let's see if you've got any questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, you know, I'd love to hear from you. My email address is growfromyourheart at hotmail.com. Don't be shy. Reach out, send me a message. Also, um, I'm trying to read something else here on the screen. I skipped a part that was important, but we'll talk about that in another show. Uh, if you feel like the episode was educational, informative, or entertaining, and you'd like to support the show financially, all you've got to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need is right there. Of course, there is a link in the show notes and the video description that makes it nice and easy for all of my friends who are busy right now. Also, don't forget about the website where I keep talking about that grow help tab, iregenetics.com. All things iregenetics are right there. Click that grow help tab, send me your grow questions. Also, there is a newsletter tab that says stay up to date. Click on that newsletter tab, type in your email address. You will get a MailChimp message from me approximately once a month. I haven't sent one out this month yet. The only thing I've got to tell you about and advertise is that seed sales event, and it is nearly sold out. So make sure you join us for that. But join up on the MailChimp, and you will get a newsletter. I try to mail you once a month. I will not spam you too much. I try not to overload you, but I want to keep you in the loop and keep you updated. So check out the website. Click on that Stay Updated tab. Type in your email address. You will get a message approximately once a month. I'll do my best not to spam you. I think that is all I have got for you. I want to thank you guys again for listening. I want to give a giant shout out to my friend Raptor Grow. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mom a hug for me.